everybody. Hello. It is the Balls in Your Court podcast, episode 11. This is Maddie and... Cat. Cat. Why are you speaking so, like, cat? <laughs> I'm just... You're so, so serious today. I'm concentrating on giving the viewers... The viewers? The <laughs> listeners? The listeners and the viewers of the life what they need. Of the life. <laughs> okay, we need to start this again. You're having, like, an aneurysm. So you're having a malfunction right now. I think we should just keep going. Okay, fine. We'll keep going. Let's just keep going. We've, we've restarted this too many times. Too many times. We're, we're having problems with, like, getting the right sound. Like, I think I maybe project a bit more than Kat does. I don't know if any of you listeners you're, have... Yeah, you're too loud. I'm too loud and you're too quiet. Which so, is something I've never been told ever in my life. That you're too quiet. Yes. Maybe it's because we're in a setting that's, like, more intimate. Well, it's because it's, maybe it's your room. You're yeah. used to being loud here. Yeah. When I'm, I'm used to being loud <laughs> in my room, eh? I don't know. Eh? That had some kind of sexual connotations, <laughs> but that's probably not what you intended. No. Um, so how has your week been, Kat? Well, my week. I got a job. A job? A new job? Did I tell you? Well, you had a job. Yeah, I, I mean, a, you're, a te- I, you know, you're a teacher. Yeah, obviously. I'm a, I'm a teacher. You I, did. You did tell I me. I have a job. And last, this week? Last week? Well, since we last podded, I have a new job in the same, in, in, not in the same school, in a different school, in South London. Oh, South. I know. We're born and bred North Londoners. We are. It's a scary place. So what happened was, uh, you know that decolonizing geography group that used to be part of? Of course. Um, not used to. I am part of it. Please don't get me out. But I am part of this group. And two people at this school were like, there's a job going. Would you like to work here? And I was like, mm, South London, no thank you. Mm. Um, and they were like, well, why don't you just come for the interview? See what you think about the school. And then you can make your decision. So I did do that. And I really, really liked the school. Mm. Yeah, like, you know, I feel like I would be happier there than where I am now. Um, I do have a cough. Um, I'm going to try not to cough. Yeah. But I need to. going to really student. hold back. <laughs> um, and anyway, I went to the interview really like the school got really good vibes and so then I took the job um, which is good um, I am a bit apprehensive about a 45 minute commute mm. is it's... that a cycle or on public transport no I wish it was cycle although it would not do 15 minute commute cycling yeah, um, yeah tube tube well, okay the problem is that my commute right now is 15 minutes cycling mm. and so I, I I don't have to leave as as early as I need to, to yeah go south and I don't know how I feel about going down south um, you guys will try I don't want to move down south but we but... know you like going down south <laughs> hey that was awful Put yourself in the bin. Um, so I have a new job. You have a new job, and you're happy about it. Uh, yes. Is right. it starting in September? Yeah, it starts in September. But this week I have done some nice, exciting things. Okay. So apart from um, job, what else have you been up to? Um, I went on a bat walk. A bat? What does that? Is that at night time? At night time. Okay. That yeah. sounds like vampire. We're going back to our twilight roots. I is it's integrated the emo soul. Yeah. Needs nourishing. So yeah. where was this bat walk? It was in Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. So it was in Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. Went with my partner and we yeah we like walked around Hyde Park at night and there was like a bat expert and it was like it's like with the Royal Park so yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. can look online like there's loads of stuff they do like tree walks I've been on before were you in a group? yeah in a group okay yeah and then you have like these like little like machines that allow you to hear the bat calls that <gasps> oh, was amazing that's quite cool <laughs> and you get to see all the different types of bats and they were just like everywhere they were just like all it's a bit the... scary isn't it? it or do you like so that? so cool because I that... I've never seen I don't think I've ever seen a bat in my life I'm not sure if I've seen a bat except yeah. for on like TV and in movies yeah usually scary movies. Do you know Which that, is why I avoid them. Exactly. Well, do you know that there's only, that there are vampire bats? That what does that suck, exactly mean? That they, they they suck blood. Human blood or just animal blood? Well, they probably would do human if a human was there. But if there's like an open wound, mm. they have Ooh. like they have like almost like fangs. I think, I think they. Oh, I can't remember if the, if the bat person said this is not what they do. Or if it myth, is, or it is what they do. Okay. Which is not useful because I think she said something about like um like they have like their teeth. Mm. Either they don't have like a needle like mm. sort of like where the blood goes through, or they do. 
so that's not useful information to anyone but there are three bat um vampire species in the world yeah um and, and were all three of them in high park no, no none of them were oh that's a shame um, but like they, they did have this interesting fact in that like these bats um like put like a like anticoagulator kind sure. of like um substance onto like the wound to stop the blood from um i don't know what do you call that Anti- uh clotting clotting yeah to stop clotting mm. and and that like scientists are trying to use that um, chemical whatever like they produce to for like you know for medicine yeah yeah, yeah. And, so that, and i think they're like gonna call it something like draculin or something like that which is pretty cool Anyway, all of these fun facts. Yeah, those are that's my bat story. I also went to some. I went to a punk gig on um, Friday. Well, who, who was the band or singer or uh, whatever? The, the Menstrual Cramps. Menstrual Cramps. The Menstrual Cramps. Who? Like, <clears throat> tell me more. I need to know more. Feminist punk band, kind of mm-hmm. like queer. Yeah, we very love it. like DIY. Yeah, like they have like a song called like No Means No. Yeah. Um, consent. We love consent <clears throat> on I this think, podcast. Yeah, they have a song also called um, I think like Save Save the Badgers. For- uh, cull the Tories or something like that mm-hmm. so yeah yeah. very political had a really great time we had the local elections this week did you vote? you didn't vote oh did you accidentally miss it or you just like couldn't be bothered? no I missed it oh that's I a know. shame <laughs> okay that is a shame I feel so, I'm a, so bad I'm that's, a big you, advocate you t- you publicly said, shamed you shamed me I, I mean it vote. is local elections so like some people do decide that it's like not I mean I have they don't know I, enough like I don't really know about my local councillors but I decided I had to vote for you know like yeah. for democracy I mean, and whatnot yeah. like mine is like very Labour yeah and like, so it's not like a it probably was a Labour hold yeah, in the end so even if your vote probably wouldn't have actually made a difference yeah but I feel very fucking bad for not missing I don't know I just missed, I just missed it I just didn't missed it. it no one talks about it it was really not publicised like, like I, I didn't yeah. hear anything about it and then suddenly everyone was like vote and I was like what the fuck yeah that's really bad of me but yeah I was out of the loop you're forgiven um, you. if it was a general election I would have judged you more if you hadn't voted yes um but yeah it was the local elections I went and voted um I mean my my constituency is very strong Labour um I I I mean I voted Labour and Green Mm. like a combination of the two but sadly the Green candidate didn't get in but shocking it's not too surprising (laughs) it's just that I I thought that um on a local level voting Green is quite good because like obviously general election it's not very useful to vote Green they're not going to become an MP well very rarely unless you're Caroline Lucas, who's like queen, queen of the greens. Um, would you would green be your actual preference as a party if it didn't matter about like having like a Labour conservative mm, oh, dualism? So I would probably want, even though um, coalitions don't often work, I would probably want a Labour Green coalition. But like because I just think that Labour probably has a, a more realistic economic policies, mm. but Green have much better environmental policies, and yeah. we need both of those things yeah. together. It's a shame about Keir Starmer though. It is a shame, isn't it? Because he's just so boring. So- Fucking wet wipe. He's so boring. Fucking welk. I hate that man. I don't hate him. I just think that like he's not really galvanizing the public. And right now, there's a lot of hatred towards like a lot of what the Tories have done with Partygate, with Boris. Mm. And we're right now, Labour should be soaring. Labour should be really like picking up on this. And yeah, they made some gains in the local election. They said that if you like extrapolated the results, it would have been like uh, for a general election election Labour would have been 35% of the vote Conservatives 30% of the vote so Labour are at least like they've gained but 35% we're not in a proportional representation like voting system so they like that's not enough they don't have 50% so I think he's uh I think he's secretly a Conservative plant Mm, I don't think I think I don't think so but I just think like when you compare him to obviously Jeremy Corbyn it's just like a much he's not dead yeah I know but but it's such a drop in terms of left-wing 
right-wing policies and I you know you and I are both very left-wing and I understand that um, having a more centrist um, leader might make Labour more um, like get more of the vote but I also think that it's kind of for me it's it's going against a lot of what Labour stands for to be quite central like we Labour should be more radical Mm -hmm. like it it, you know the history of Labour is it it was like you know formed by unions like it's yeah yeah. anyway politics politics anyway how was your week my week was good um yeah I went to see Dear Evan Hansen which is a musical um I went with my family my sister my mum and my stepdad have you seen the movie I haven't seen the movie apparently the movie's really bad because like the main actor is like a 35 year old playing like a teenager yeah and they like use CGI to make him look younger yeah yeah I don't I don't have any interest but the um the storyline of Dear Evan Hansen is really moving um it's you know it's it's talking about male suicide which is a massive problem in our society something that people don't talk about enough um the main song which people might have heard is called You Will Be Found and it's very like I I start I almost felt like like crying when 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 um the main guy sang it because it's basically talking about how like even if you feel lost you feel like you're no one nobody likes you nobody knows no one notices you there are people that you like you are important just being just being alive and that you will find people who appreciate you and don't give up basically mm. and I think that's like very important and it's very moving and some of the other people in the theatre were crying um my my sister and I we liked it it was depressing mm. so like I wouldn't necessarily say like if you want to go for something <laughs> uplifting hearted um but the singing was amazing the um staging was really good uh it was funny so yeah I, I would recommend it um and it was quite moving so yeah I did that and then on Friday I went to a board games cafe um with um my girlfriend and some of her friends do you like board games I love board games yeah you seem like a board game type I you like puzzles I like puzzles yeah like I will just sit and do sudokus like sudokus sudokus I say so. how do you pronounce it sudokus no that's not that's like there are so sudokus, many darling there are so many ways to say it and what you said is wrong sudoku no some so I say sudoku sounds ridiculous. I say sudoku some people say sudoku sudoku maybe I've said that in the past what or did I say you just said sudoku sudoku which is just absolutely <laughs> crazy I, I think I have something non-functional in my brain that doesn't mm. allow me to pronounce things correctly the first time mm. I think whatever whatever the right pronunciation is I always go you're like the other thing totally fucking different so I used to have that with the word um you know one of my favorite nuts is um the cashew what did you say I used to say cashew <laughs> as if I was sneezing <laughs> so I used to go oh can I have some cashews with that or like oh, I feel like munching on some cashews and my friends would be like what the fuck are you talking about and I obviously realized that it was cashew yes. emphasis on the first syllable I quite like the way you say it though cashew 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 sounds um, fruity yeah I love I eat a lot of nuts that's a fun fact about me I'm a bit like a hamster um that's like I eat, like peanuts um cashews pistachios yeah, walnuts running on a wheel I'm yeah thinking. I I sit and I just put them in my cheeks put them in my cheeks um no uh no I don't do that I do just eat them um but yeah I will just like munch on some nuts (laughs) and it's probably because I'm lacking in other kinds of nuts uh currently Mm, oh my god that's not why um I just do like I like them um but yeah that's the kind of the pronunciation thing yeah I I I went pronunciation 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 anyway 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 uh we're getting off on a tangent I went to a board games cafe which was fun we played Pictionary which I haven't played in years but that that was like quite good um and uh then we also played articulate um which was good 
good too. Like I just, I do like, I like group board games. I think it's like a fun way to like socialize with people, but also have something that like you get to do, <clears throat> but you're sat down. So it's not like really active. Um, yeah. I can see people's true personalities come out. Yeah. It was funny. Like it was all like, it was the first time I'd met um, my girlfriends, like these friends um, from Essex who mm-hmm. she knew from school. They were all lovely. Like we got on well. I felt yeah, like. I say that on the podcast. I don't you? No, I was absolutely. And they pointed this out. 100% the poshest person there. Okay. And Do you know what? I did feel a bit subconscious about that because I was like, I can't. And I felt like I was going more posh just because I was, because they had like kind of Essex accents. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and I think compared to them, I sounded like I just was the queen. This is actually super relevant to also me right now. Okay, so go on. my like partner is Scottish. Okay. Um, and I sound very posh. Yeah. I'm very well, aware. We both do. Yeah. We, we both sound really posh. I think though in literal terms though, I'm definitely less posh than you are. Maybe. In like terms of like, feel like my actual upbringing. Oh. But like. I'm like, not that posh. I mean, we both went to, f- we both no, fully we both state, went, yeah, we both we fully both state educated. But as in like, as in like, I feel like both, like, like neither of my, like both my parents like very worthy. Like, like, right. Okay. Like, my mum like came from like a like small tiny farm in Ireland. Like, sure, sure, sure. We like don't, okay, I like in terms of like generationally. Okay, yeah. Like generationally, I'm like very middle class. And mm-hmm. I have a very different accent to my brother. Yeah. So I sound very posh and my brother sounds very like North London. Right. He doesn't sound that actually that posh. Yeah, and, like, yeah. All of his friends are like very cockney. Yeah. So we both have like different accents. And I think like, you know, part of this, neither of our parents have like same accent. My mum has an Irish accent, my dad has a Chinese accent. So yeah. There's not really like a like accent to like fully yeah. draw on. And so I feel like I just like through osmosis, like gained people's accents in school. Yeah. And like, I think I'd like just made friends with posher people at school. Mm. And mm-hmm. so I just gained this accent and I'm so aware of like how well, when you're talking to your partner. I sound. Yeah. And I think. Oh, I so, don't like the word raw. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I've been. It's t- very like Chelsea. Yeah. I've been raw. T- oh, yeah. It's like, it's very raw. And so like when I like we went up to Scotland and I met like some of their friends and like, like their brother and I'm just so aware of how posh I sound. And I hate it. I really fucking hate having this accent. I know, but we just have to embrace it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like they, they even said, you know, you like, obviously you, you are a bit posher. And I was like, yeah, that's just me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you just have to embrace Yes, I am very middle class. I have like a middle class upbringing and I there's I don't need to. But, like... We can't change unless you actively. I just think it's hard to change one's accent unless you actively try it. And that's twattier. And that's a bit douchey. Like if I try to sound a bit more like Roadman, like do you think I should talk like a bit well, of a Roadman? It's you know because like I mean? people like people do do that when they went to university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, like, true, true. Like, people like when like as in they went. I don't know about like probably this didn't actually go wouldn't go down well in Cambridge, but in Manchester mm. a lot of posh people would go to mm. Manchester and pretend that they weren't posh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially that, like private yeah. school people would pretend that they're not posh and like you know like dress like like using like, like clothes and like yeah. lots of ways to like sort of not show that they're posh apart from the signet ring on their fucking like oh, little so, finger. So my brother went to Bristol and he said people did the exact same thing. Bristol was full of of um like private school kids and so many of them were like yeah they dressed in like like they tried to look dirty almost in a way to be like oh I'm not posh but then they'd go back to their like country house in Hertfordshire yeah. like Such Surrey like you know that um yeah I think I I have to say I think in Cambridge people were just like were a bit more just like look if I am if I am a little bit posh or like whatever like I am a 
lord, I'm a lord. I think we were probably a bit too focused on like studying really hard. <laughs> yeah. We weren't. Tr- we uh, maybe there wasn't as much of a focus for on, most on pe- cool. for most people on being cool because yeah. you're like, I go to Cambridge. Am I going to be cool? A hundred percent not. Yeah. Embrace. It's all about embracing. Today. Which is kind of funny. And uh, my girlfriend, she thinks that I'm kind of cool, and like that's not true. I think that she's she's delusional. Well, that's I think in any relationship, if you if you if you think your partner's not cool, you probably shouldn't be with them. Yeah, you're right. Like, you're like right. What, what coolness do you mean? I mean, like, I mean, maybe it's like a relative term. Like, I think like when I went to uni, um, like I wasn't a super nerd. So like I, you know, I am academic and whatever. But actually, like in relative terms, I guess I was kind of more like chill yeah. than some of the other people and like I went out I went clubbing I like did like more fun stuff as in societies mm-hmm. so like maybe in relative terms that was cool-ish yeah anyway I asked a few of my friends I went to the pub a few days after I went to the pub and I was like so do you think that I'm cool and they were like no oh <laughs> uh, well you're not uncool like that I'm not uncool but I'm not cool do you, know like, what I mean? like, do you want like it depends what you mean by cool like, I think you're more cool than I am basically conventionally so probably yes, yes. like yes. just because okay I when I was not cool in school mm, yeah. at all I remember I yeah you remember I wasn't cool I you were just, you I, were a nerd yeah I was a total nerd and I feel we like, bonded probably over exactly, being nerds yeah, exactly I was like a freaky little weird nerd <laughs> who used to just like study mm. I used to run I used to run home mm. like I'm not kidding yeah, no, from Finchley yeah. Central I would run home run because you needed to study straight when you got home yeah and I was yeah. like so terrified of being in trouble for being late I was just like yeah. I was just like nervous like little like studying kid yeah. and then <clears throat> and also through six on I was even worse I was just I stopped talking to everyone like all they did was study mm. it was a very very sad time in my life but then when I went to uni mm. you became cool you did go to Manchester okay no but which it is was, a cooler look, look, uni it wasn't that it, genuinely I I just I stayed I feel like mm. I stayed myself like yeah. I don't I didn't go to uni and become cool I went yeah. to uni and people started saying that I was cool like yeah. I, I this I know I sound like a fucking twat saying this but seriously I went to uni and then suddenly people were like oh like you're so cool and edgy and I was like what is going on are you sure you're talking like, about me yeah, <laughs> it's like literally like what's going on if any anyone from like if anyone from the cool group in my school ever thought that anyone think that I was cool would be like that's a joke yeah and I was so used to like not to, like and I also was so used to like enjoying not mm. wanting to be in the cool group mm. and when I went to uni I, th- I don't know I think I dyed my hair I think I dyed my hair you like, are changing your hair quite yeah, a lot yeah I was changing my hair a lot but that was because I felt like I was a bit more of an emo mm. like and I was like transitioning out of the emo stage but I still had that sort of like want to be I guess maybe maybe I had that want to be like slightly alternative when I was yeah younger. but then when I went to uni like people just thought I was cool for no reason great and I was like fuck yes and then when I went to Canada people thought mm. I was even cooler just for being English yeah <laughs> like yeah it was it was a very bizarre time it what was... was it like being in Canada like as an English person <laughs> fucking great yeah people fucking loved you just for having this accent where exactly were you in Canada I was in Kingston which was like in between Toronto and Montreal okay sure and honestly all I had to fucking do to be like just over my fucking mouth yeah it was so sweet I'd literally just be like and the thing is like you said about like like turning up your poshness I mm. would turn up my Englishness I'd be like hello Oh, hi, how uh, are you? Good afternoon, everybody. And um, just like top of the morning. Literally, everyone, everyone fucking loved the accent, and you mm. just felt like you lapped it up. I bet you did. I had, oh, I had people just be friends with me just because I was English. I like, yeah. would straight up just say like, "Oh, you're so cool, you're so English." Like, um, do you want to come to my party? And I was like, "Yes, I would love to do that." Darling. Can you do in a Canadian accent, like impression? <laughs> nah, I can't. I'm really bad at impressions. Oh right, because I loved, I like doing accents. They say they do say a boot. A boot. They do say a boot. A boot. Like as in like in my head, I know all my Canadian friends would be upset to hear this but I do find it hard to like, distinguish it from the American accent yeah 
that until they say something like that about, yeah a bit a boot 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 that or something yeah. like that and i'm like whoa what's yeah, going on there? now i know you're canadian yeah but yeah anyway so that was so tangential that's all right that word tangential tan yeah maybe it sounds like it was there it is like anyway words. accents and um, where are we why are we talking about this um being posh oh yeah being posh that's what i just at. think that you just have to embrace who you are the accent is what you have and i think like the thing is i definitely do change my accent based on who i'm with mm. when i'm with if i'm more nervous i get posher but mm. if i am more intoxicated my mm-hmm. accent does slip and it sounds more like my brother's accent Go so on, can, what, what does that sound like i don't really know like t- like maybe i don't know i don't know i don't know maybe a little bit like that just like, like missing your t's out a little yeah, bit yeah I, mean, I, I do yeah. say water i water. say water like i know even now like but with like with a v with. maybe i don't know it's just like i think it's just like my my two of my friends like my friend Anna, thinks mm. like do they like, think that like i have gotten posher since i went to uni because mm. i think the friends that i made are posher yeah so i think my accent i don't know accents are so malleable yeah they are but they are also but they're malleable and yet quite i think entrenched at least for yeah. us you know what i mean like uh, well when i you know at cambridge a lot of my friends came from south england south of you know and so had similar accents to me but i did have some like more northern friends i had, I had a good friend i have a good friend she's still my good friend <laughs> who who comes from hull and what was interesting is that her accent was so strong at least i felt like it was very strong when we first met and through probably being like socialized with a lot of us who, who spoke probably more, more posh um she her accent has morphed into being not as no not way. as strong yeah. and i think i remember her telling me one time she'd like we'd gone home for christmas and then she came back and she said that like her family thought that she'd really become more posh when yeah. she went back to hull i just thought that was quite interesting so you do adapt to whoever you're with i know yeah, i know the like, environment i do actually know like when i am with people that are less posh i might i probably intentionally make my accent less posh and probably when i am yeah. with people my accent does go posh shows hmm. i don't know you just do what i want to do you know like that scene in like educating Yorkshire yeah. and there was that kid who like, like struggled with reading and so they gave him like some earphones oh yeah that's very inspirational I kind of want to do that but with my accent okay. like, put that on my ears and I can't hear myself speak mm. what do I sound like because I, I really struggle with knowing what my true accent is because I'm just like well when you do when you listen back to the podcast like, yeah I sound you... like a fucking posher and I hate myself yeah but also like literally it's like, just literally all I want like what am I doing no like, you don't why? sound that posh I think you don't sound that posh but yeah like you bit when people point out your accent as happened on Friday like you you become so aware of it and yeah. you're like I want to stop speaking I'm not going to speak ever you know yeah. um, the middle class plight yeah the problem our discrimination yeah we're obviously so, so marginalised right <laughs> us middle class yeah. yeah not at all not at all um, I hate having an English accent though when I'm in Ireland oh really yeah because I love the Irish accent yeah the Irish accent is great but so my great. accent in Ireland mm. I'm like no sorry I um, guess I'm English sorry no I'm not English <laughs> yeah it's all do you watch Derry Girls I do I love Derry Girls <laughs> Um, because the new series is out. Have you been watching it? No. Oh, new series is out on Channel Four. Yeah. And you can watch it on Four OD. Um, we're not being paid for this, by the way. <laughs> but Channel Four, if you want to pay us all, it's the last one. Though it's the it? last one. Um, I love Derry Girls. I think it's so well written. I think it's so funny. I love the accent. I love the storylines. I think the characterization is amazing. Like all of the characters, I feel <laughs> are like very well done. Um, yeah. And so four. I think so far four. There are usually six episodes in a series. Four episodes have been released so far. 
and it's just like really good i just love it it's love so it. feel good it's like it also has political undertones as well because it's talking mm. about about the troubles yeah. and like living in living in Derry during um like the conflict and everything so um yeah i think i love the irish accent um i think it's very attractive my mum has an irish accent well i want to, <laughs> i'm obviously saying i'm attracted to your mum yeah. no i'm not i'm not saying i that. can't do my mum the thing is like i can't actually hear my mum's accent can you not no this is i don't know if i've ever heard your mum speak she always used to pick you up from tennis but i don't know if we've ever well, actually um well the thing is i think like with people with parents with absence mm. we can't and i talked to a few people you just can't hear your parents accents mm. like they're just it's just your mom to you your dad to you yeah and so i had this revelation like when i was like maybe about 16 i was like oh my god does my mom have an accent yeah and like i asked my friends i was like can you hear my mom's accent they're mm. like are you fucking kidding my mom has a strong parent. is it yeah a strong west west island accent yeah. Irish okay. accent. it's pretty it's yeah it's like it's not like, like noticeable no it's it's an accent okay sure. so my mom is irish and like mm. she like definitely like yeah she like loves having an irish accent mm. And then I had a revelation when I was 21. I was like, oh my God, does my dad have an accent? Yeah. I didn't even think about my dad having an accent because like my mom's Irish accent is like, I don't know, is like, I don't know. It seemed bigger. Yeah. And then I didn't even realize that my dad had like an like, accent. I was like, my friends were like, does my dad speak like someone who's like Chinese? And they were like, yeah. What? I was like, literally. You're oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just think that like people who's like, if you have a parent who's mm. like has an accent, you just don't hear it. Mm. And so I can't, I can't do any accents. Like, it's my, it's the saddest, it's the saddest trait that I wish I had. Because like, I love doing doing Australian <laughs> accents. I love doing an Australian accent. Australian so I accent. really love the show H2O Just Ed Water. Oh, I love that. Oh my Do god, you remember mermaids. Frankie. Frankie. I think you mean Ricky. Oh, is it Ricky? Ricky. Oh, she I don't think like, there was anyone she called She seems Frankie. like a Frankie, but anyway, was it Ricky? She was like the kind of rebel one. Yeah, I love yeah. her. I fancied her so much. I fancied Ricky also. That's, yeah. that's one of my like, you know, um, since I've kind of come out as like being bi, I've like been thinking about a lot of things that maybe like foreshadowed mm. my gayness, if you will. Um, and that's one of those things i always like i wanted to watch h2o and i would fix on ricky and i oh, yeah. felt like i think i felt an attraction towards her but when i was young i was like it when I, and i rewatched it at christmas and was like it, still there? it was still there she's very much so hot. she's really hot um she's like it's kind of like cool kind of rebel kind of yeah like, like, i don't know she's but quite also a mermaid she's a bit dyke but also a bit she's mermaid. A dyke mermaid but she's like really pretty and i yeah. just like yeah anyway i had a big crush on ricky mm-hmm. um and there's other characters cleo cleo <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and emma those yeah. are the other ones. So... They go, Cleo, don't go near the water. Cleo. Like, like just like that. Like. Um, which is now funny because I have a cat called Cleo, as I'm sure um, you listeners know. So now sometimes if I'm like feeling like whimsical, um, <laughs> I'll just go, I'll just look at Cleo and go, Cleo. You're so crazy. Cleo. And she looks at me like, the fuck are you talking about? Don't talk to me. Also lovely. Give me food. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey, we've done a lot of chatter. We were meant to talk about serious Yeah, we were supposed today. to have a ball in our court, but we actually haven't really had it. has been balls all over the place. We've just, just been like balls to the wall we've just been like shooting the breeze we have been you know and that's maybe okay maybe today we don't have a ball we don't have a ball we don't have a ball in a particular i mean we've talked about you maybe we could talk a little bit about our uni experiences yeah that that can kind of be the main theme and we'll we'll have a ball specifically next week uh, sounds good next time so talking more about uni experiences when you first got to manchester which Mm. is the uni that you went to were you scared uh yes yeah there was a moment where my mum and brother left my uni room yeah and i was like oh my god i'm alone yeah i had the exact same thing yeah i think it's like that 
that feeling of like, oh, I can't wait to go to uni. And then... Don't leave me. Yeah, and then like when they actually left, I was like, fuck, shit, yeah. fuck. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? And then, yeah, it was... I definitely, definitely had that um, moment there. And I think that that moment probably didn't pass, I think, for the entire year. I definitely mm. had like... I definitely felt scared my first year. I, I really struggled. I struggled with all the free time. Mm. And I think growing up, my life was very structured by my mum. Like, I constantly had things to do. I was like doing tennis, Irish dancing, piano, like swimming, like just... I never like really had time to like structure on my own like free time mm-hmm. and was never really given like a lot of like free time by myself yeah and so when um when I did go to uni I was like I was all over the place with like organization and structure and I, I didn't have one and there yeah. were barely any lectures in our first fucking year I always also because we do geography and so there's so there's so little contact time isn't there <laughs> yeah I feel like probably in Cambridge you had more than we did no we really? really didn't have that much contact time I'm just like I'm here to fucking learn man I mean, compared to all of like the science and the people doing medicine they were like constantly in labs or like yeah. having lectures and we had like really not that much contact time yeah and I really I really really struggled with that and like in my in my first year so like towards it towards sort of like the end I, I definitely I, yeah I did struggle with mm-hmm. like feelings of like isolation mm-hmm. and like feeling a bit lost yeah um, in my first year and I don't think that really went away until my third year when mm-hmm. I went to my, on to my year abroad yeah. I think my second year was really bad I, I don't know about you there's a lot of people that had really bad second years my second year was kind of shit yeah yeah, that's, that was the worst year. Most people I know had a really fucking shit second year, and I think that's partially because you end up moving in with people that you don't really know, and also you leave halls, which mm. means that you leave a certain sense of security, and you go to these small little like individualized houses, and that isolate. You still haven't really learned how to look after yourself, how to cook for yourself, and like all these things that like as an adult, and oh also like coping mechanisms for your mental health, which yeah. I think like I experienced like has really helped. So like yeah, in my second year I was super depressed. I yeah I was I like had a bit of like a mental sort of broke down mm-hmm. and I stopped mm-hmm. going to university I just I didn't go to uni yeah <laughs> like some of my friends are just like make Joe's line and they're like oh yeah in second year like the year that cat wasn't there yeah and I just like I stopped going to my lectures I just sort of like stayed in bed and felt mm-hmm. sad mm-hmm. for like about half a year mm-hmm. and so I think like I think that was definitely spurred on by the lack of structure and not knowing how to yeah not knowing that oh I, I'm, st- I'm feeling a little bit bad yeah why don't I go outside why don't I why don't I make plans why don't I do this and then that was a learning company yeah yeah. I mean, what about you? yeah. I so I similar. I had a similar experience. I like when I first got to uni, I had a bit of an identity crisis because I had always been at school the kind of nerd. I was always like nerdy, but like uh, yeah, like being academically strong was a lot of what kind of my personality. Now I also had developed because I did drama GCSE. I also had garnered a bit of a, like a kind of jokery personality as well. Like people knew me. I used to make puns. I used to write pun statuses. If yeah. you remember, you um, are. A famously funny person. Well, I don't think famously. Famously um, within the circles. Within the you very small circles. Well, if I had to like, describe you, the first thing I'd probably say is that you're really funny. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. Um, What's the first thing you say about me? I would say... She never shuts up. Gay. No, I'm joking. Gay. No. I'll, I'll take that. No, I wouldn't say that's the first thing I'd say about you. I would say... Um, the first thing I'd say about you. Say You've that. got a good style. You're quite stylish. Hi. But it's not stylish. Stylish isn't the wrong. I'm just thinking right now because I'm looking. Because I am cool. Yeah. Like I think um you're intelligent. You're intelligent. You're like oh, yeah. Nice. So maybe that's the first thing I'd say. Cool. Intelligent. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, go back to you. Um. But yeah. So and um, I actually in my um year eleven yearbook we had um we had like categories that you could be voted for. Um. Not every. You know there weren't enough categories for everyone to have an award. Um. But like I I was voted by my year group as 
being most likely to be a comedian. Nice. Which was really, like, nice. Which is still on the horizon, perhaps. I mean, the thing is, I think about it all the time. I dabble with the idea of maybe, like, doing stand-up comedy. But you have to have such a strong backbone to be a stand-up comedian. And I prefer, like, doing more comedic things in a medium like this, like on a podcast. More like an improv. Where I can... Kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, I think I'm more improv. I'm more, like, conversational comedy, like, rather than a stand-up. You have to have lots of anecdotes. You have to be, like... You have to be able to play on the audience. You have, and you also have to tour. I don't want to tour the country and do shitty yeah. backroom comedy I also clubs. Think, like, comedians. And... I was talking about my friend today about this. Um, but I don't think that all comedians are funny. Mm. I think to be a comedian, you don't necessarily have to be funny interpersonally all the time. Mm. And I feel like I know lots of funny people that wouldn't necessarily be good comedians. You're funny. Thank you. But, but like, I couldn't see you as a comedian. I would, no, I wouldn't because I feel like I like I'm like the kind of like jokes I do is like in response to people. Mm. It's like how you mix with people is yeah, like yeah. how you feel funny. But I feel like maybe you might like would you ever like consider doing like improv mm, probably not no. I just think like yeah I don't actually think career wise or like I don't no, not career wise but like as a hobby maybe maybe one day maybe one day I could I could that. consider it yeah. Um, but it's not on the it's not on yeah. right now anyway so you got most likely to be a comedian yeah um, see how that goes so then when I went to uni but I I, I kind of did want to channel that part of myself because I realised I was in a sea of highly intelligent people and I was no longer the intelligent one at all. I was like averagely intelligent while I was there. So like I didn't stand out at all in terms of like my academia. So I had to kind of think about what parts of my personality did I want to emphasize? I mean, I had a bit, yeah, I had a bit of a crisis kind of being like, well, who am I if I'm not like the clever one? So I tried to kind of go a bit with the like kind of funnier one. Um, but, and also like the, I, I also kind of channeled my like green credentials. I wanted to be kind of like the eco the eco one like I I became green officer got yourself like a wooden toothbrush no I didn't actually because I kind of I don't like the texture of the wood no no I find I it that. it like oh it makes me feel a bit oh un- my God. you know like you know like when you used to have like ice creams at theatres um and yeah. like they have like wooden spoon yeah. oh my god it makes me feel uncomfortable biting a wooden spoon really it makes me deeply uncomfortable wow fair it's enough. such like that that's really odd because I'm not I don't I'm not averse to most textures but um, don't like wood. It's wood. It's biting on wood. Biting on wood. Do you know what? Ah, I feel like I talked to a few people about this childhood memory of like biting like like the like your bed frame. Mm. Biting your bed frame. Yeah, I've actually talked to quite a few people that used to do that when they were kids. Like, I've never done that. Like sink your teeth into your bed frame, Ugh. and it's like a really nice feeling of like the like the wood creaking like when you bite it. Wouldn't that like maybe hurt your teeth? No, it definitely hurts the bed frame because it leaves a mark. But I I like I almost like the idea of biting wood. Okay, we're a bit different then. Yeah, we are. Look at us. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. So I. I kind of think that. I channeled that I did like sport I did like more sports I was on the football team um, netball tennis badminton mm. so like I was quite I was quite busy doing those kinds <clears> of things but when I first yeah when I first went to uni I was scared I was scared I was scared I was like I also I got which is very common for Oxbridge I got a bit of like a um, a complex about like not deserving to be there mm. being like a fraud basically you get you because you feel like well, why do why am I here why am I here and rather than like other people who are like very clever and haven't got in and whatever 
Um, and I think that inferiority complex um, took a very long time for me to overcome. I'm not sure if I actually ever overcame it while I was at really? uni. Do you feel like you had that because of Cambridge and if you went somewhere else, maybe you wouldn't have that? Probably, yeah. And so sometimes <clears throat> I consider, like, would it have been better if I had gone to a different uni? My second choice was Nottingham. Mm. Would it have been better if I'd gone to Nottingham? I maybe would have been slightly higher in terms of my academic performance and maybe that would have helped my self-esteem. But... And, and Nottingham is a great uni. I'm not like, I'm, yeah, yeah. but I actually, I don't think it was the wrong decision because ultimately I would have regretted not trying. Mm. I definitely know what you mean in terms of like feeling like not as special when you're in a sea of people that are similar to you. Mm. I I have deliberately always avoided elitist institutions mm. because of that feeling and I know I wouldn't like it. So yeah. I think I even knew that feeling when I was even younger. So my mum wanted me to go to St. Michael's, which right. is a grammar school yeah. for secondary school. Mm. I remember just feeling like I don't want to be in this crowd of people yeah, yeah, yeah. and have that sort of elitism and that same thing happened also thing again when like I was like looking for a sixth form like would I go to a sixth form where like people were super clever or would I say in the mainstream mm. and I also had like a, I had a battle between like I was considering applying mm. for Oxbridge yeah and in the end I actually decided I, I don't know I, I felt like I wouldn't like that feeling what you just described and mm. then I was gonna go to Bristol yeah um over Manchester and I got into Bristol and I went to the open day mm. and I just like looked around at all these people and I was like this feels so elitist and so when I went mm. to Manchester I felt like I was with normal people yeah and I kind of felt like I feel like I thrive when I don't have <laughs> competition fair I don't know I feel fair like enough. I like I like really excelled in my A-levels because a lot of my like smart friends a lot of my friends friendship mm. group left and went to other six forms yeah and so suddenly I was like mm, I could do as well as I want to do and yeah I think for me when I'm in a whenever I'm in a situation where I think that there's like a lot of competition maybe to an extent I just sort of go eh, okay I don't want to do that yeah I don't want to compete like that I think that'll make me feel bad yeah and so I kind of like being in sort of neutral environments where I can thrive mm. independently. And that I makes th- sense. Yeah, but I do. I I have definitely had like I've definitely have had like thoughts in my brain before. Like, could I, I feel like I could have gone into Oxbridge? I think you probably and, could have. And, and I wonder, like, would would my life have been easier? Like, in terms of like mm, then like, getting a job, like like after leaving uni was fucking hard. And so, mm. so especially when I left uni, that was the first time I really considered like if I went to Cambridge, would or Oxford, like would my life would it be easier to get a job right well, now? Well, I can tell you no. <laughs> yeah. Seeing particularly because we did art subjects like yeah that yeah. was a problem yeah obviously it is it is nice to have that on my transcript to say like I did I have a degree from Cambridge and everything yeah. but and it's it, validating I guess in a way it's like I don't know I think more it's validating because I completed it and there were times particularly in second year where I was like am I actually going to complete this degree am I going to stick it out or mm. like can I hack this was it in, like, was it intense it was intense just what was be- intense about it it was intense because well we had a lot of assignments like probably more like probably more than the average uni does like we had to do more just like weekly um and but and I think I felt like the I, we, like the lecturers were all just like the top of their field so you're um yeah you're, you 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 like you would be quoting people in your essays who you would then have a supervision with and mm. be like oh at C Adam said this this and this and da 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 and he's like no I and he's like I don't think I said that and you're like fuck um anyway so I found that quite intimidating but and I just think I just I didn't perform as well in the exam in the exams as as I would have liked. Like I was I was doing quite well in my like weekly essay, my 
weekly like essays and assignments but then when I kind of crumbled a little bit not crumble because I still got two one but like I I found the essays harder to the the essays in um the exams like harder to figure out how to do well in are you were you always a coursework person over like do you prefer coursework over exams I don't know but you know because I always did really I would say at school I was always really good at exams Mm. but then when I got to uni I think maybe coursework Mm. because I could spend more time over it and like I really enjoyed writing my dissertation even though it was tough and I spent so long on it like I think that that was like good to have like a project that I just like focused on and was um my like baby if you Mm. will um but yeah the uni experience overall was I would say mixed but generally I'm glad I went I met some amazing people Mm. who are still some of my closest friends today um one of my best friends has just from uni has just moved to the Maldives to pursue a career in marine biology which is always what she wanted to do she's like a she's from Cornwall she's a surfer girl shout out Hayley um she's great and I'm so happy for her living now that she's like because it took her she also found that like just having gone to Cambridge doesn't mean you're going to get like a super good job unless like some of my friends they were they found career paths quite quickly because they they like did law conversions or they went into consulting I didn't want to sell my soul I'm sorry I that's not that the corporate world isn't for me and that's fine I'm not I'm I I'm happy for my friends who like doing that and who work in finance and who do things that they enjoy good for you I'm happy for you but that's not what I want to do yeah. that's I'm not, not going to get nourish your soul I'm not going to get joy from doing that and like I considered doing a law conversion after because I thought that would give me a career path that would give me structure but I was like no I don't want to do corporate law the only kind of law I would have wanted to do really was environmental law and that's hard to get into mm. that is hard to get into it's quite grueling and like I yeah I just I'm glad I think that was the right decision not to just kind of freak out and just like do a law conversion or like something you know something like that um but yeah uni was um tough it was tough but I made some very good friends um good con you know like nice contacts and Cambridge like it was nice that it was only an hour away from home so like I could kind of come home um for a day if I wanted to I mean I didn't really do that that often because our our terms were quite like short and Mm. like they were shorter than the average term but that's because they were so intense yeah we didn't have like a reading week like most unis do Mm. we would just go straight you would do all of it you'd have no break Mm. um so you like needed a bit of like a longer christmas like the point in doing that to people no i don't agree and like a lot of people can be intelligent without suffering no that and i agree and i think that in came in like in oxbridge they kind of make it like it's almost part of your personality that you work so hard that you like broke yourself and it's like that's not we shouldn't be happy about that that's not Mm. something to be proud of and the the even the lecturers and your supervision tutors like they 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 said like oh don't do too many extracurricular activities because like otherwise you won't be able to focus on your work and it's like that's not what uni should be uni should be a mixed experience where you learn about yourself yeah not just you do academic yeah. like academically well whatever definitely i felt like manchester definitely like gave me freedom though to i felt like i feel like i learned so much and i loved after academically love manchester mm. and i really enjoyed manchester after i came back from my year abroad like was much more like mentally well yeah i had like i had the best final year ever like living Aww. in the best house like still like really like good best friends with That's like great. my friends then 
But yeah, I, I definitely feel like I was like, it was nice to be able to have the freedom to sort of like grow mm. as a human being and learn as a human being rather than just being forced to do work all day, every yeah. day. I think I would have suffered. I definitely would have suffered if I did that to myself. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you like mental health wise, it was a roller coaster. Um, And yeah, second year, why? I wonder why sex second year really was my hardest year. I just wasn't sure how to cope with mm. it. And maybe it's because you've done first year, but you don't, you know that you still still have a whole nother year after that maybe it's just feeling in the middle maybe yeah so i think i i did much better in third year because i gained more coping mechanisms the end is yeah inside. and i had a real like drive to be like this is my final year this is like i'm working towards something towards getting my degree like leaving here and like wanting to do well and whatever and i think that that's that's how i kind of managed to get through second uh, third year much better was there like did you feel like there was like support at uni like sounds like maybe there was no not really Really, like I think that the were they like accommodating? They said they tried to be, but I don't think that they really did it very effectively. Like yeah. the the off, you know, the kind of mental health services available were like few and far between, yeah. and also from I think a lot of people wanted to access them, so there were long <laughs> waiting lists, and like there just wasn't. I don't think there was enough provisions, but also maybe I felt, and I think this is something that I've had to learn, is maybe I felt a bit too proud. I felt like well, I don't want to be one of those people that has to go and and see a therapist or whatever and then actually in turns out I had to and I did I you know I had to start having therapy whilst I was at uni because mm. I like needed support I needed that support and I shouldn't feel embarrassed about that and I can kind of own that a lot more now but for a while I didn't tell anybody that I was seeing like that I was going to a therapy uh, a therapist because mm. I felt embarrassed yeah. and that's really sad mm. because actually I think everyone needs therapy oh, everyone yeah agree we all have trauma that we need to process we all have things that and and yes some people's trauma is much like bigger and much more like significant but we all have things that affect us and you know your childhood even if it was wonderful have things about it that that maybe has uh, affected you now and I think that yeah I'd really say uh, particularly uni students everybody needs to be in therapy agree um yeah so that that's maybe that's how we should end it today that's good, that's good. Every, go to therapy everyone go to therapy work on yourself <laughs> obviously if you can afford it yes it's hard and that and I like I've I've done I've had like therapy on the NHS I've also had private therapy like and it's it's sad that like I I've benefited from the fact that I have been able to afford some private therapy and not just rely on the NHS yeah. therapy because on the NHS like they give six you like weeks they, yeah they give you six weeks you're like you're cured you're yeah. like no I'm I fucking bet. not I hope you're so bad so yeah bad. that's maybe a topic for another day it is yeah um but okay so today we didn't have a specific like ball in your court but we talked a lot about our uni experiences we did. talked a lot about ourselves and how we view ourselves to an extent yeah and how our identities maybe changed whilst we were at uni and things like that and I hope that people maybe will relate mm-hmm. to some of the stuff that we've we've talked yeah. about because... I hope that people appreciate that I haven't coughed um, too much even though there's about 10 billion coughs that I could have done Kat has really right tried she is like her chest is, is why like I'm like talking cold today because I'm just like trying to like get some tension yeah do you think maybe because we've both had kind of coldies that we sound like a little bit more croaky I think so maybe, maybe in a sexy way maybe. well that's for them to decide yeah, isn't it, it is. or maybe just our partners think so and no one else probably or even they won't the two that. listeners yeah the only two listeners who listen regularly no <laughs> yeah. i'm joking um thank you to everybody who does listen we love feedback except for cat doesn't <laughs> i say that sometimes and cat's like no don't give me feedback um although you do don't you but only positive feedback only positive feedback. just tell me if you like it but like you know you can do the thing where um a sandwich like, a sandwich a sandwich i love yeah. a sandwich yeah negative sandwich yeah say something good then maybe something constructive something horrible and soul destroying and there's 
something nice. And then something nice, just to like tie it all together. Yeah. So um, we are going to, to go. go now because <laughs> we have other things to do. Um, but we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will speak to you again soon. Okay, bye. bye.